We ready, Jimmy? We're going to continue talking about fear and anxiety and worry, those kind of things over the uh, today. As we have been for the last few weeks, we've been talking about these, and, and uh, as I mentioned last week, Scripture has over 365 different mentions of fear and anxiety and worry, and so clearly God wants us to know what to do with this, and, and so he gives us all of these instructions. And, and, and I thought it, I, I still think it's important to talk about for all of us right now with this virus and with all this stuff that seems to be out of control, but maybe perhaps particularly for mothers today, because I think mothers are professional worriers. Now, maybe I shouldn't use professional because it doesn't pay well. Maybe I should say elite. Mothers are elite worriers. They, they worry about, every mother I know started worrying when they knew they were going to have a child and never stopped. <laughs> it just never really stopped from there. And, and the stuff that they worry about, they worry about their kids, they worry about, uh, you know, whether, them getting into an accident, whether they're wearing clean underwear when they do. Uh, they worry about uh, their relationships. They worry about their kids' financial situation. They're, they're, they worry about school. They worry about everything. And so mothers in particular are elite worriers. And so I want you to hear what God has to say to you this morning. Because we're going to be in Psalm 55 this morning. Psalm 55, if you want to turn there. And we're just going to read one verse, verse 22 of Psalm 55. But what it talks about is the burden of worry. The burden of worry. Because that's exactly what worry and fear and anxiety and even isolation, that's what it feels like, isn't it? It feels like a heavy burden. And so we're going to talk about that this morning. So Psalm 55 Verse 22 says this, Cast your burden on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. So let's talk about Psalm 55 first. Psalm 55 is, uh, is written by David. And the situation, if you read all of this psalm, you can see the situation. In fact, a lot of tra uh, English translations title this psalm, Betrayal by a Friend. Because you can see what's going on when, when, when David writes Psalm 55. Uh, most uh, believe, and I, I agree, that uh, if you read 2 Samuel 16 and 17, right in that area, the rebellion of Absalom, David's son, Absalom is trying to take David's throne. That's, that's probably where, this, where David writes this psalm. And, and, and so the situation that brings this psalm up is Absalom, David's son, Absalom, is trying to take his throne. David is in this position where he's losing family. He's, 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 the situation that he's in is completely out of his control. And a, and a close advisor of his, a close friend of his, supports Absalom, not David, in this rebellion. And so his, his, his closest friend betrays him. And so this is a situation... You can picture yourself, you, you can picture David in this situation just, just saying, what else could possibly go wrong? I'm about to lose my throne. I've lost my family because it's my son that wants to kill me. 
My closest advisor and, and friend has supported somebody else, not me. This situation is completely outside of my control. What else could possibly go wrong? And I think that's where we can, we can relate with David. We can relate with this psalm because we get to this point where we feel like what else could possibly go wrong? Everything possible has gone wrong. What else could possibly go wrong? Now, most, uh, most scholars don't say, don't believe that Psalm 55 is a messianic psalm. In, in other words, it's not necessarily talking about Jesus. But if you read all of this psalm, you will see parallels with Jesus and Judas and Jesus and Peter in this. You remember, Judas betrayed Jesus. Peter denied Jesus. And so we can see some parallels there, even though I don't know that it was written for that purpose. When we, when we read Psalm 55 with New Testament lens, we can see the story of Jesus here as well. So again, David writes this. The, the context that causes this psalm to be written is, is David's son Absalom is trying to kill David and take his throne. His closest, David's closest advisor supports Absalom, not David. The world is turned upside down on him. His family has betrayed him. His friends have betrayed him. He feels, he's worried about his position, his throne. He's worried about his family. You know, he, he specifically told his army not to kill Absalom. He, was, he still loved his son, and so he said, don't kill Absalom. But then Joab, David's greatest general, kills Absalom anyway. So even even David's closest general isn't listening. The whole situation is completely out of control. What else could possibly go wrong? I think we can relate to that. Now, what's it say about God? It says that God asks us to cast our burdens on him. We are not meant to carry the burden of worry and anxiety and fear and isolation. We're not meant to, to, to carry these burdens alone. God wants us to, to cast them to him. Now, I want you to notice, though, that this verse does not say God will take the burden away from you. What it says is that he will sustain you. This is the idea that carries all the way through the Old Testament, all the way into the New. You know, there's a, a very similar verse in, in 1 Peter 5, 7 that says, cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. The idea of these verses is that God won't take the, the, the burden off of you. He will give you what you need to bear it. He will give you what you need to get through it. Think of all of your favorite Bible stories. Moses, Abraham, Daniel, Medrach, uh, and, and, and Abednego. And, and think of all of them. And, and what God does is not remove them from the situation. What he does is walk through the situation with them. What he does is give them what they need, the strength they need to get through. God wants us to bring our burdens to him, and he will help us, give us what we need to carry them. And it says that God sustains us. This, uh, this isn't just a promise for David, it's a promise for all of us. I'm telling you right now, I'm looking you in the eye as much as I possibly can in, in this situation, and telling you, God will sustain you. He will. 
God will sustain you. And, and, and so we see the care of God for us in this verse. We see, you know, we, we sometimes have this view of God that he's just kind of standing around watching what we do, waiting to see how this comes out. That's not the view of God we have here. The view of God we have here is he is right next to you, and he is giving you everything you need to get through this. He's giving you all the strength you need, all the courage you need. He's, he's taking your burdens from you. When you have no strength left, God's there to strengthen you. That's our God. So what does it say about us? It says that we're going to feel, once again, 365 times we're told we're going to feel anxiety and fear and worry and isolation. We're going to feel this way, but there is no reason for us to feel this way alone. No reason for us not to give this to God, to share this burden with God. There is no reason to feel this, to, to, to try and carry the burden of fear and worry and anxiety alone. And when we feel this, we need to give it to God. The, the word burden literally means a care, a worry, or something which causes fear and anxiety. It's your lot in life. It's a situation that causes you fear and anxiety and worry and isolation, just like David felt, and, and we do exactly what David says to do here. We share that burden with our God because he will indeed sustain you. We are cared for by God. God cares for you so much that he wants to walk with you through the hard time, through the times of worry and anxiety, through the times of isolation and fear. He wants to walk with you, and he wants to give you everything you need to get through it. So specifically for Mother's Day today, moms, rest assured, God loves your child more than you do. As hard as that is to, uh, to, to believe, God loves your child even more than you do. And so he is waiting to sustain you. He is waiting to give you strength. He is waiting to give you everything you need to get through the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the isolation. So what must we do? We must, first of all, know God. We can't give our burdens to somebody we don't know. We must first have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. We must know God in order to share our burden with Him. We must know God, and we must then cast our burdens to God. You know, it's interesting, the, uh, the word here that says, cast your burden on the Lord or upon the Lord, it actually is often translated over, over to God. So what you have pictured here is God with you, and you lifted, carrying the burden over to him. So you must know God, and you must share the burden with God. The word sustain in this literally means to feed or to nourish. So God is literally right there with you, feeding you and nourishing you and giving you everything you need when you have fear and when you have anxiety. No matter what situation is, 
God's waiting there to give you everything you need. So let's look at this phrase by phrase. Cast your burden on the Lord. Cast, throw, fling, hurl. Take this burden, which, which again is, a, is your worry and fear and anxiety. Take the, cast this burden over to God. You don't have to carry it alone. There isn't any reason to carry it alone. This is, uh, this is one of the reasons I say that you must know God for this verse to apply to you. You must know God because you can't cast over to God. You can't throw or hurl or, or, or toss over to God a burden if you don't know God. You must first know God. And then it says, He will sustain you. And remember, sustain means to be fed, to be nourished. He will give you everything you need, everything you need to get through your your anxiety, your fear, your isolation. Every sustenance you could possibly need, God is waiting to feed you and nourish you with it. And then it says, and you will, he will never allow the righteous to be shaken. Notice this says righteous. But what if I'm not righteous? The right, we have the righteousness of Christ. Our only righteousness is our righteousness in Christ. We cannot be righteous on our own. When we come to Christ, when we trust Christ for our salvation, we are given his righteousness. And so we are made righteous by Christ. We don't, we don't have a righteousness of our own. We don't. It, it's not about what you can do or what you've done. It's not about the good things you've done. It's not about the bad things you've done. It's about being right with Christ, having the righteousness of Christ. That's how we are righteous. And the idea of here of being shaken, that's a, 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 that literally pictures a pole or, a, or a, a stick that wobbles. You ever felt this way? Have you ever been so worried, so fearful, so ang- having, have so much anxiety that you feel wobbly, that you feel weak need, that you feel like you, you, you can't possibly stand anymore? That's what God says he's waiting to help with. He says there's no reason to get to that point. Because you can turn your burden over to him. You can, you can get, his, get his help sharing the burden. You can get every nourishment, every strength, everything you need in order to be sustained. So, so what this verse tells us is to throw or cast or hurl or toss our toughest feelings over to God and get, let Him nourish us through them. That's what this verse tells us to do. And, and maybe again, particularly for mothers, because as elite warriors, mothers know what, it, what, what fear and anxiety and worry and isolation feels like. And so as elite warriors... Hear God say, bring that to me. Let me help you with that burden. Let me give you everything you need 
to get through this. Let me sustain you. You know, we can trust that God will always give us what we need. He promises it here. You know, Isaiah 49, 15, really interesting verse. It says that, that it's easier for a nursing mother to forget her child than it is for God to forget you. Think about that. It's easier for a nursing mother to forget her child than it is for God to forget you. God is ever faithful. He is going to be there when you, to share your burden. He is going to be there to sustain you and give you everything you need. Happy Mother's Day, moms. You know, I think, I think we know the love of God through you. I think we, we actually see the grace of God through you. And so I pray that God bless you today as you bless us every day. I want to, uh, I want to close, but I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't offer the opportunity to know God. Because in order to claim this promise, in order to cast our burdens over to God, we must know God. And you can only know God through Christ. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so we must know Christ in order to know God. Do you need to take a step of faith toward God today? Do you need to know Christ? You can. It's a simple prayer. I ask that you bow your heads with me and just pray along in your own words. God, I know that I have sin in my life. I've done things wrong. I've said things wrong. I've thought things wrong. And I know the Bible calls that sin. But I'm going to trust that Jesus died in my place on that cross. He died to save me. And so I, I ask you to forgive me because of his finished work on the cross. And I ask you to come into my life that you might share my burdens with me. That you might sustain me through these hard times. If you prayed that prayer for the first time this morning, you need to let somebody know. Let me know. Wave your hand. Let, let, let your neighbor know. Maybe this morning you have the burden of fear and anxiety and worry, isolation. You're feeling these things and you, you're carrying this heavy burden and you're feeling weak need. You're feeling wobbly. Will you take this moment right now to give that to God, to share the burden with the God that loves you? Father, we thank you. We thank you that we, can, that we can bring all of this stuff, these heavy burdens to you, and that you will give us everything we need to get through. Strengthen us. Empower us. Give us hope. For it's in Jesus' name we ask. Amen.